Welcome to the Orange County Ad Club uh, podcast series. Thank you very much for being here. Good morning, yes. Please. And you're currently Senior VP of Marketing for the UPS Stores. Mm-hmm. And I know your background. Let's see how I can remember it. Uh, Notre Dame, MBA from Notre Dame, yeah. Mendoza School of Business, I think. Yeah. Probably a good Catholic girl. I and, tried. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then you went into the car, uh, into the automotive business, I like did. with Ford. And in that, it's funny, we had Kristen Simmons, she came out of yeah, Ford. Yeah, sure, I know Kristen. Andrea Mamena, she came out. I know her too, yeah. Nicole Conniff, she came out of yeah. Ford. And Bellick, that was president of Volvo. Yeah. And so all these very dynamic women. And then I, I know that you went from Ford, uh, I believe Mercedes-Benz, Hyundai. Mm-hmm. And then I met you at Jacuzzi. Yeah, that's you, right, that's yeah, right. Yeah, Jacuzzi Spas, and then, uh, you took a uh, CMO spot with really supermarkets That's in the right. Bay Area, and I, I did. I did a review for you, and uh, oh, you did, yeah, the agents review, yeah. Yes, and now you're with the UPS stores. That's right. So, anything else you want to interject in terms <laughs> of your <laughs> I've background? Had quite the journey, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so, tell me. Uh, how can marketers survive today? How do you survive you know with what? all the noise and everything that's going on out there? It's a, it's just a blender. Yeah, it is, you know, but it's a lot of fun. Is I love it? being a marketer, without a doubt. Um, and being in marketing when you're in a franchise system also is very dynamic. Automotive industry is franchising, the UPS store is franchising, so that keeps you on your toes even more when you work with independent business owners. So how? So. Is it just they have access to you or, you know, or you have councils that you have to deal with? Yeah, we do. At the UPS store, we have a marketing advisory council. In fact, we just had a meeting last week. Uh-huh. And really, um, you talk about what it takes to be a marketer, uh, you know, paying attention. Um, understanding what your customer wants, how you can fulfill their needs, it's, it goes back to the basics of marketing. And one of the things that the franchisees help me with is staying connected with our customers. They're out there every day, they're across the counter with the customers, and so I've got to keep my, uh, my feelers out, understand what's going on. So they, they really help me do that. Oh, great. And so what's your assessment of the marketing world today? Is, it is. It... It's dynamic. It, uh, more dynamic than it's ever been. So again, it goes back to key um, strategies. You've got to have a really good strategy. You really need to know what you're trying to accomplish and why. I find that um, people do things for the sake of doing things, um, but you really have to do you have to do things with purpose. You have to know why you're doing it, what you're trying to accomplish, who you're trying to attract, and how you're going to measure your performance. So uh, it, really is stay it, focused. Is it more complex? Do you think that when you first started, or just different? You know, what I find is there are different tools, if yeah. you think about it, right? You've got different tools in order to reach people, connect with people, uh, have a relationship with your customer. So the tools are different in how you use them. Right. So. And what about technology? You know, yeah. I, you know I'm sure that impacts the stores. You know, they do different right. things. You know, I guess they move from, you know, just moving boxes and I can go in and they'll shred things for you. They do printing, you right. know. And so how do you how do you keep up with technology? There's so much going on, you know, new automated marketing platforms, social media's changing, mm-hmm. Google changes our, its algorithms, Facebook and the way their feeds, you know, everything's right. always changing. Yeah, you know what? I, I think uh, really our strategy has been in the past you would have maybe one agency and they would uh, handle a lot. 
right now we have several agencies and they're specialist. So the fact that they're specialists helps us with being current with what's happening. So we have an agency that handles social media. That's separate from our promotions agency, separate from our main agency. So the fact that we have specialists in each of the areas makes sure that we stay current. And you like having multiple agencies? Yeah, you know, it really we, uh, works out well. Um, I make sure that they all communicate with each other. Uh -huh. Four times a year I do an all-agency meeting where all the agency partners come together. Uh, we share information, make sure that they know what we're trying to accomplish. Uh, they all know each other, yeah. so they can pick up the phone and talk to each other. They don't have to go through the client to be able to do that. Um, but it really, really works out well. And do they? Do they, outside of those meeting times, do they dialogue together? They do. They really do. Yeah, well, once you're together a couple times a year, and I call it you break bread, you have lunch together, you get to sure. know someone, it's really easy to pick up the phone or, or reach out if you got a question. Uh, so uh, it really works out well. We had, a, again, we had our all-agency meeting last week, and you can tell that they're they're working as a team. So that's, that's the key. Yeah, and uh, so how do you motivate an agency to do the best work for you? You know, fear? Is it fear or oh, money? No, 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 no. Fear and money, that's that's no fun, right? <laughs> Although we're all for profit, don't get me wrong, we're all trying to make money. Um, part of it is uh, challenging assignments, um, freedom to bring new ideas, um, sharing of information. They know what's going on, they feel like they're part of something. Um, and for our business, really, it's twofold. One is we're out there working hard for our core customer, which is a small business owner, which right. we have a great passion for. Right. right, somebody who has no employees or five or less employees, my gosh, we want to do everything we can to help them. Right. And then we're again in a franchise system, so we have independent business owners, people that have invested their life savings into the business. So there's a real feeling of wanting to help and contribute and help them be successful. So that can be very meaningful. So, yeah, like that. So, you were telling me a story about. Uh, uh, that you just had a float in the Rose yeah, Parade. Yeah, we did, yeah. And I t I, so Bessie the Sea Monster. <laughs> Bessie the Sea Monster. So yes. tell me that story. How did that come, you know, come into fruition? Yeah, you know, it's funny, going back to having several agencies, um, we had the notion of wanting to put a float in the Rose Parade. So I'm thinking, okay, well, how do you, how do you accomplish that? So we have a local promotion agency here. I called the account person and said, hey. Uh, Alco. Alco, and I said, hey, um, we want to put a float in the Rose Parade. Uh, go figure it out, right? Yeah. So he goes, okay, hangs up the phone. It was probably a 15-second conversation. Sure enough, he comes back. He figured it out. He networked his way in, and we've been in the Rose Parade for two years now. They do the promotions around it. We did post-parade promotions. So you really never know um, how things are going to turn out. And if you're an agency that just says yes, then uh, you end up with uh, with more business. So it, that uh, obviously you, uh, that left a very good feeling with you that they were proactive. Right. And and so do you think it does lead to more business? It it really does. I mean, here he took a phone call. I'm sure they've never put a float in a, in a parade. Right. Didn't know anything about it. And again, he networked his way in. He, as it turned out, his wife knew the former head of the Tournament of Roses, so he, she connected him them together, then he contacted the Tournament of Roses on our behalf, Connecting got us an dots. interview, uh, we did our interview, we got accepted, filled out the application, they connected us with float builders, and it just kind of kind of went from there. So good old networking. Good old networking. Yeah, good connected. old networking, and right, exactly. So. so are all agencies the same, or are they different? How do they differ? Or, you know, I've heard people say they're all the same, and sometimes when you do a review, you know, you go from one shop to another shop, and 
It's uh, the logos of the clients, right. you know, these are the big places that we worked, you know, here's our hocus pocus planning process, you know. Right. And so do you think they're all the same or are they different? They're absolutely not the same. I agree. I like to think of agencies as living organisms. They are, they live and breathe and act and have different cultures and they feel different and they act different and they have different ideas. So. I would say they are absolutely not the same. Yeah, I think they have this template that I don't know where they got it from. They should discard right. it. But you know what I think, what I found is it's really about the initiative, the sweat equity that distinguishes them. Of course, of them. course, right. I remember when we did a Rayleigh's review, it just popped into my mind and we saw a lot of big multinationals, other agencies right. in the Bay Area. And then we went into a smaller shop and they literally had the entire room posted with things about you know the supermarket right, business right, right, sure, right. and all these people had you know and their partners and everything and they had all gone to the stores done store checks yes and I remember one thing it was you know there was it was in San Francisco we we're parking the car and it was raining and there was a fellow in the parking spot and I thought it was like an AE or something like uh -huh. that. We walk in and it's one of the principals of the agency right. and he knew he was holding the parking spot with an umbrella for <laughs> you. And I went, man, talk about, you know, subtle communication of sure. going beyond, right. right? And I think they ended up being number two. Yeah, so. so how can agencies build strong client relationships? You know, what's important if you if you have an agency, how often do you do you like it if they contact you often or you know, how do they build a strong relationship with you? Well, one certainly accessibility is key, right? Responsiveness is still the name of the game when it comes to agencies. The other part uh, really is being receptive to feedback. Um, I try to do it both formally and informally with agencies, so they know exactly where they stand. Uh, if there's an issue, they know about it immediately, but really being receptive to feedback, listening to what the client has to say and, and figuring out the best way to deliver what whatever the needs are. So do you so, do an annual agency review? We, uh, for our main agency, we do a written evaluation twice a year. Written, oh uh, yes, exactly. not a review, not a review. Yeah, you don't that, put I know, I try to. <laughs> Bad words, sorry <laughs> mouth, sorry yeah. mouth. <laughs> we do a written evaluation so that they have hardcore feedback. Uh, well, so, um, and, that's always a good thing. And what do you grade them on? Really a variety, virtually every area um, of um, the area that they handle for our business. Um, from the account folks, to creative, to uh, media planning, media buying, um, all the different areas. And what I like, the reason why I like to do it twice a year is you can see either progress or <laughs> not progress. Mm -hmm. So you can see how you're trending one way or the other. Um, so when you've got an area to improve, then you know when you've made progress and if you've already um, performing at a high level, then you do everything you can to stay there. So. And what about yeah. innovation? Do you grade them on the ideas they're bringing to you, and you know, just new thoughts and and you know, new technologies? Is that part of it? Well, what what we care about is whether or not um, an idea delivers on our business needs. Right. So try not to focus on creative for the sake of creative. I need creative to be effective in the marketplace. Right. So do I want new ideas? Absolutely. In fact, we just did an initiative at the end of last year called The Closer. And this was an idea that donor, our agency, brought to us. And um, it was unexpected, didn't ask for it. It made perfect sense. It was at a time where we wanted to beef up our communications related to print. Mm -hmm. And um, so we went with the initiative. 
um, and it delivered the results. So I, I cared about it because um, it performed. So, so. Uh, you know, let's talk about that a little bit because so here's an agency, they come, you haven't asked them for something, they have an idea and they want to bring it to you and they call, hey, wait, Michelle, we have a great idea, we'd like mm -hmm. to show it to you. Right. Are you a receptive to that or do you think that, uh, wow, I didn't ask them to do that and they're using my fees, you know, mm -hmm. or how, do you, how does that all work? Is it you know what, it's one of those, it depends. In this situation, they brought an idea, it was something where uh, part of what they work on for us is, is uh, was the key component of it, and then of course it had social media implications and the rest of it, so then the other agencies needed to bring some work to the party. Um, but it was at a time of year where it made sense, we wanted to revitalize our communications uh, in the print arena, so uh, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. I can think of examples where they brought ideas and timing wasn't right, or we were working on something else, and it didn't work. Uh, yeah. Doesn't mean that you shouldn't bring the ideas though. Yeah, so you always Without want the idea, the ideas, you want the ideas. Yeah, of course, of course, yeah. Well, it's also fun, I'm not going to lie, right? Yeah. That's the good part. So what about, you know, you've been in situations, I'm sure, where you have to have ended your relationship with an agency. Mm -hmm. And can you see that coming? Are there signs or, you know, is there a tipping point? You know what? Uh, not always. Um, for example, we're going through a transition in one of in one of the areas of our business. The uh, agency has done fine. They've delivered. Uh, we opened up uh, part of our business to see what else is out there, and somebody else was more current, had ideas, um, was able to add more features to this area of our business, and at a better price. So, you know, what what are you going to do? It just just yeah. the nature of the business. Didn't mean that the agency did anything wrong or didn't right. deliver on what we requested, but somebody else came along, they had more to offer at a better price. So you, Maybe more hunger. You know, you don't, what else are you gonna do? Um, sure. Now that agency still is keeping part of our business. Right. Didn't lose at all, so you wanna stay in there, be positive, contribute, because you never know where that's gonna lead. That's so, right, yeah. Yeah, don't, don't give up, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, you can. Re you have to rebuild. That's exactly right. So uh, let's talk about new business. Obviously, the UPS stores, national brand. Right. Uh, you know, you're a big target. You're probably on a lot of agencies, new business lists, prospects, whatever. So how much how much agency solicitation do you get in a week or a month? You know, it varies. Um, Certainly a couple times a month, I'll get an email note or a phone call or something like that. I'll, Just I'll, a couple? That's, that's Yeah, not not too many. Um, we're, we're the subsidiary of UPS, uh -huh. so I call it we're the little guy, you know, in San Diego, kind of minding our own business. So I'm sure UPS gets more of the solicitation than the UPS store would. Right, right. Um, but so. we, we get our share. Um, I do meet with the different you know, firms at different times. You'll take a meeting? Yeah, every now and then. But here's what happens. They network their way in. It's usually somebody who knows someone, they ask me, Michelle, will you blah, 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 meet with somebody. That's generally the way that I will meet with someone if, if they network their way in. So um, somebody so. has to, you know, really kind of, you know, actually, you know, expose part of their bank of goodwill to make That's sure. Right, right. Vouch for them a little bit. Yeah, yeah exactly. vouch, yeah. yeah, they're a good shop and, uh, and, uh, and, and then, you know, they can get their foot in the door. That's Although great. I've, I've done some, some things cold as well. We ended up doing a partnership with PBS and Startup just because the gentleman who uh, created the show and put it all together was a little tenacious and he was a nice guy. 
Yeah. Yeah, and he did his homework. He learned about our business. He learned about our strategy. Went to some of our stores. Left me a thoughtful message. I called him back. You know, so there was somebody who was cold. He didn't network his way in. Ended up, uh, we've been doing something with him for two years now. Yeah. So I think never the, know. I think the key is what you said about other clients is they learned about your business. Yes, for sure. Yeah. As opposed to look at us, we're big. You know, we. We send out 60 million emails a day, you know, all that stuff, yeah. but they know very little about your business. Yeah, in fact, the last agency that I met with that networked their way in, the women showed up, didn't do any homework. They didn't go into any of our stores. You could tell just but what they were saying that they didn't understand our business, didn't even go into a store. Yeah. So I hear I took a meeting because they networked their way in, and then they just gave me their cookie cutter here's our book, here's what we do, but didn't really understand our business at all. If they had just even spent a day learning about what we do, going to a store, going we've got 4,600 retail locations. <laughs> there is one by where you live. They could have easily gone into a store, talked to one of our store owners, associates, got to know us a little better. That's true. And they didn't, they didn't do anything. So I said, have a nice day, and that was that. Yes, so. I think it is about knowing yeah. the business. I remember yeah. when I did the Jenny Craig review, this really impressed me. Everybody in the room, even if male and female, said they went on a Jenny Craig diet. <laughs> oh, gosh. You know what? And that's I, taking one for the team. Isn't yeah. it? You yeah, know, it but is. I mean, like, how can you say no to that? Okay, <laughs> no, you don't really care about our business. You're eating, you know, you've changed your entire exactly, life. Exactly, right. You know? That's funny. So, uh, let me ask you, uh, how often do you think about advertising during the day? My perspective oh is that agencies think about all the time and that they think clients think about all the time. Right. And I think clients think about, oh, uh, you know, you know, hiring people, dealer meetings, right. you know, uh, marketing plans, you know, so many other things. So tell me what your week or your day is like. How often does advertising come into it? You know what, it's sort of a peaks and valleys type situation. Um, when you're in the planning stages or re-looking at your strategy or doing research and, or getting geared up for the next year, yeah. uh, maybe not, but then when I'm in uh, sort of execution mode, then you're hot and heavy. Then you've got a whole plan on when you're going to do the research, create a brief, when the agency's going to show you work, when it's going to be made, then you really you have a project plan that's pretty darn detailed. So it sort of comes in peaks and valleys, I would, I would say. I mean, okay. that's for the major stuff. Sure. For the minor stuff, it, it depends. Whether we're redoing creative for the store environment, um, an email note, the website, that also is, is sort of sporadic as well, depending on where you're at. Right. So. And I'm sure with a retail business like the UPS store, there's a lot of promotions, there's yeah. a lot of different elements from POP, you know, to yeah. different programs and specials on business cards and specials on printing. Yeah. and everything else it's there's a lot a lot of balls up in yeah, the yeah and then we we've, we've got all the I'll call it the holidays right where you've got shipping valentine's day mother's day easter right, sure. holidays so there's that sprinkled in at the same time yeah so so let's talk about your personal life i mean yes. I, I know you have a sister <laughs> yeah i do in the yeah. middle east yeah she's a firefighter works for the department of defense and, he, and so. does she have some tats some sleeves <laughs> she does she's got two sleeves her chest is covered she's she's all she loves it yeah so it's kind of her her creative 
um, release in and, my mind. So. And what about you? What are your passions? You know what? I'm a little bit of a hummingbird freak. I got um, seven hummingbird feeders in my backyard. Oh, really? So, yeah, I got right now probably about 20 hummingbirds that come and hang out at my house. So uh, Wow, different a, colors? Yeah, they are. Well, the birds themselves don't have color. It's all reflection off the off the feathers. So um, Really? Yeah, but they're fascinating. So I'll sit in the backyard, do a little gardening, read a book, and I've got all my birds hanging out. So they're oh. pretty demanding. Those little guys can eat. They're there for they may be little, but uh, they go through a lot of food. So yeah, it's I hear fun. I hear their wings flap at a phenomenal speed. Yes, you know, Thank and you. Uh, no, I guess the the serenity of birds and the connection to nature. Yeah, right? that is nice. And I'm a I'm a succulent fan as well. Are you? I've got my share of succulents going on at the house as well. So oh, the garden. Nice. The gardening. Yeah, a little gardening, exactly. So, which for me, once you know, for the type of role I have in meetings and things like that, it's nice to sort of get outside and change my environment. And, and quiet like the that. mind. So, yeah, you do need that downtime. Uh, otherwise, I call it it's sensory overload all the time, right? Between sure. um, the incoming of um, external from your business, inside your business, uh, there's a lot going on. So you've got to balance that out a little bit to, to keep moving forward. Well, thank so. you very much for Hank, dropping by Hank, it's always today. a pleasure. Always a pleasure right? to see you. Okay. Okay.